0: Hey, what's happening? This is Ysai Rodriguez, host of the Dastination Podcast, where I cater to professional working men, 40 and above. Who's looking to make positive changes to his health lose weight and become stronger overall through simple lifestyle changes i'm here to share inspiration tips and proven lessons that i personally learned and lived through in my 40 plus years on this beautiful blue planet so today we'll start off the discussion by talking about the weekly hit session Goldilocks zone in our first segment, and then we'll move on to our second segment and talk about the number one thing that gets women to swipe right. (laughs) And before we get into that, if you'd like to join the conversation, then get on over to podcast.datsmanation.com slash VIP to get on the VIP Insiders Community, where I share more entertaining, behind-the-scenes stories, tips, and hacks. That'll keep you feeling younger each and every day. That's podcast.daspination.com slash VIP. Again, that's podcast.daspination.com slash VIP. Be in the know starting right now. Also, don't forget to rate me on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you're listening to this episode right now. And leave me a nice, fat, juicy five-star review. And some absolutely beautiful words of why you love the show so much. It really helps me get the word out, and it's honestly the one place where your vote truly matters. And now let's move into our first segment with healthy conversations. So, hey, now in this week's installment of healthy conversations, we're talking about hit sessions or hit workouts, or more specifically, <laughs> the weekly hit session, quote unquote. Goldilocks zone so this zone I'm sure you're aware of the Goldilocks story about the porridge not being too hot and not being too cold just being just right like I I know you're i'm not going to explain that to you you know that already right? you know the story and there's uh you know this is a good one now because science has actually given us the magic number oh, or this goldilocks number this not too much not too many just right a uh, number of hit sessions per week that we should be doing in order to get the most out of each session now i'm not gonna i'm not gonna explain what the hit what hit sessions are again we've talked about this in the in the past these are workouts that incorporate bursts of all-out intensive workout, like burpees or just like go or push-ups or whatever the exercise is, just going all out, giving it 100, 110 uh, percent, and then pulling back and resting for a, a period of time. So again, I'm, I'm pretty excited about this because I kind of love hit workouts, and I do have a passion. For science too. So if I can marry them up like this, it really gets me going. And why wouldn't it? I mean, again, hit workouts in general have a lot of good things going for them. You know, so like they, they serve double duty to build strength and spike your heart rate. And as you know, I love efficiency. I always say that, <laughs> you know, so these short bursts of effective workouts that make up a traditional hit routine are truly, truly efficient in every sense of the word. I mean, think about it. All you really need is 23 minutes to squeeze a solid session into your day. But there's something that science discovered again. I'm always looking for science behind everything. So according to new research, um, too much. Hit activity may actually be doing your body harm. That's right. (laughs) You heard me. It can actually be hurting you. And I'm sure that's not what you want, right? Am I right? (laughs) In general, overtraining comes along with a set of risks. I think this goes without saying, if you work out too much, you can exhaust your body, disrupt your sleep patterns and ultimately leave yourself more prone to injury and mood swings. <laughs> Who the hell signed up for that? <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I'm i not looking to exhaust my body, disrupt my sleep. I mean, I have no problems with that already. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm trying to mitigate that as much as possible. I'm trying to push away those side effects, you know? And so the research showed that when you're doing too much hit in particular, the potential issues are amplified even further. So in this study out of the Swedish School of Sport and Health Sciences, 11 healthy volunteers were put through regular hit sessions on an exercise bike the test that they used was pretty i mean it was it was pretty straightforward there was really not much to it you know so what they did was they had these volunteers do intervals of all-out pedaling followed by short periods of rest and then they gradually increased the time they spent working out over the course of um four weeks and what they found actually surprised them (laughs) You know, so at first doing moderate amounts of hit improved their performance, um, you know, they they found that they were producing more mitochondria than (laughs) which if you remember from biology class is the powerhouse quote unquote of the cells, (laughs) you know, for lack of better terms. But when they built up to doing these HIIT workouts nearly every day, what they found was that their fitness gains and this mitochondrial function started to fail. (laughs) Go figure that like this. Failure, if you will, you know, led to a disturbance in their recorded blood sugar. Like there was this fluctuation, a massive fluctuation in the re- in, in the recording levels of their you know their blood sugar level, uh, for lack of better terms. Now, in the past, this has been linked to like anxiety and um, crappy sleep, for lack of better terms. You know, and and believe it or not, this isn't the first time that science has suggested that going overboard on hit may be a problem (laughs) you know because these workouts they they tend to involve a lot of jumping they have they have a well-earned reputation for being not so good on your joints you know what i mean plus since the whole point of this type of training is to alternate between all-out effort and rest well if you're not giving your body the right amount of time to recover between sessions (laughs) you're not going to get the most out of your time with those workouts you know that that's just basically it you know so instead of like choosing to go with this more is more approach like quote unquote more is more uh, uh when, when you're trying when you're doing your workouts like you should limit yourself to 90 minutes of this type of workout per week at most like that's what these studies have indicated <laughs> you know because this is the point that they say that uh is is where they started or they noticed you know they started seeing the benefits of the HIT workouts like it started declining like they were following the numbers and they they just saw this spike or this decline right around the 90 minutes per week point or mark you know what I mean so your best bet is basically to pencil in three 30 minute sessions over the course of seven days. So that's, you know, think about it. All you have to do is three, three little tiny workouts of 30 minutes per week. You can do that, right? Uh, how awesome is that (laughs) let me know in the comments and actually trainers recommend spacing out your HIIT workouts so that you're not doing them two days in a row you know this will give your muscles plenty of time to rest and reset so that you can perform at max effort (laughs) the next time you hit the gym you know because that's that's the key with these HIIT workouts if you're not if you're literally not going all out and, and, and mind you like your all out may not be as high as my all out you know like the amount of effort that I can put out at any given time may not be as much as yours you know so this this differs from person to person you know but as long as you're giving it your all for that short burst of time you know then you're good but again the key is getting that rest between workouts so you can't ideally you don't want to be doing it back to back to back you want a little rest in between again this will give your muscles plenty of time to rest reset And, um, you know, so that you're all in the very next time you're uh, at the gym. (laughs) Now on those recovery days, quote unquote, you can actually still do other cardio and strength building workouts. Actually, this is what's recommended. Like you should, you should still be working out pretty much every day or or a good portion of the week. You just don't want to be doing HIIT workout after HIIT workout after HIIT workout because it goes back to that. It's partially goes back to that whole confusion thing with the muscles where, you know. if you do the same thing over and over and over again you know like your your body gets used to it and the effects or the you know the benefits of those of the workout that you're doing you know starts to reduce after some time or or lessens over some time you like a certain period of uh, days or whatever so maybe you know it's again instead of doing hit back to back to back you know maybe treat yourself to a nice yoga stretch (laughs) or even a few minutes of your hypervolt massaging you know you want to be active but you don't want to be killing yourself you know just make sure to leave your all-out moments for your hit workouts if you're you know if you're actually incorporating that into your workout strategy <laughs> you know so the truth is that mixing things up with high intensity and low intensity workouts is your best bet for making true gains plus <laughs> it'll keep you from feeling bored and burnt out by your routine you know what I mean so again too much of any single type of workout is never a good idea You know, your body, again, your body and muscles, they they get used to it and then it becomes less and less effective. So if you're doing the same workout day in and day out, then you should really consider this uh, this here, this message, this podcast episode. Consider this your cue uh, to call it quits and try something new or at least switch it up. You know, if you're struggling to find new Interesting ways to mix up your exercise routines, then that's just another reason for you to continue the conversation with me over in the VIP community. Again, I'm always sharing new and interesting ways to sweat and, you know, still keep it fun and interesting. Because listen, uh, the more you know, the better you'll be. And so, with all that said and done, let's switch gears and move on to our second segment with Mighty Man. Yeah, baby. So in this installment, this week's installment of uh, Mighty Man, we're talking about the number one thing (laughs) that gets women to swipe right. (laughs) And you guys, you know what I'm talking about because this swiping right has become common knowledge these days you know what i mean i don't even have to tell you what i'm talking about and you know what i'm talking about you know (laughs) so anyway research shows that what i'm what i'm about to share with you is in fact what gets women to swipe to the right and not to the left and for the record this is research-based not my opinion and certainly not my experience But let's have some fun with it anyway, you know what I mean? And so, if you were single, I'm pretty sure you already know that it's rough out there in today's dating market, you know what I mean? I have uh, a few co-workers and some friends also that have, you know, they've all found themselves out there on the market for X, Y, and Z reasons. Who knows? Uh, well, I know, I'm just not going to disclose that, <laughs> but like now... <laughs> I have my suspicions, but I'm pretty sure that being stuck with that significant other for over a year now and not being able to, you know, quote unquote, have a life and go see friends and whatnot, pretty sure this had something to do with it. (laughs) But that being said, they're on the market and apparently there's like all these new dating apps popping up almost every day, you know what I mean? And these dating apps are providing an endless stream of potential partners to choose from, period. You know, but what's funny is that this ability to have um, endless potential mates at your fingertips, you know what I mean? It only makes the whole selection and uh, matching process, if you will, you know, it makes it harder, you know, because you have so many to choose from. And and before you bite my head off, I understand that not all of them are uh, created equal. <laughs> You know but not only that you're dealing with more timeless dating problems like again questionable chemistry (laughs) mysterious motives like people have their own agenda and not to mention the ever popular baggage on both ends of this smartphone screen (laughs) many men like they also report feeling generally and genuinely mystified by what the hell women want in a partner So much so that you have to wonder how anyone gets together or hooks up in the end, you know? Like, how, how is it done? I don't know. <laughs> With so much that you have to go through, it's it's no wonder like people are, uh, let's not get into that. But you know, thankfully, <laughs> there's a new study that kind of sheds some light on the question of quote unquote, what women want, you know? And to be honest, if this question can be answered or demystified, then it might just help some people to couple up. So the study published in uh, Science Advances, basically um, what they did, they analyzed data from these online dating apps. And, and they determine that in the hierarchy of desirable traits, being highly educated was considered the most attractive quality in men. Now, I'm not sure if this is or has been the case, but I've always tried to sound smart and it never worked for me. So I'm not exactly sure if this truly is the case maybe i thought i was sounding smart but i was maybe i was sounding dumb i don't know that's another topic for another discussion but maybe because me trying to sound so smart (laughs) again maybe i sounded dumb you know i don't know but it is what it is but apparently (laughs) the desirability is associated with education for men and so the more education you have the more desirable you appear to women go figure that like what do you think about these research results fellas are like do you agree with that or or like is that your experience i don't know drop it in the comments let me know you two ladies i want to see the comments section light up right now drop your thoughts in the comments section too because this was kind of an eye-opener for me to be honest with you it showed that men with higher degrees had higher message rates from online daters. And they tended to interact more with, uh, you know, women who were themselves considered highly desirable or highly educated, for lack of a better terms. Crazy stuff, actually. Uh, but but there was an article in my hometown paper, the uh, New York Times, that basically talked about how marriage rates have you know like how they've been declining they've been dropping amongst uh men without college degrees now that, that, that just kind of <laughs> took me back a little you know it, it kind of looks like women are tired of dealing with the dumbass jocks that have nothing better to talk about than sunday night football no offense guys i love football by the way you know go big blue g-men in the house <laughs> you know but It is what it is right i guess science don't lie no but really this article in the uh, new york times suggested that as women are themselves reaching for higher levels of education like they're more interested in someone with the same potential or more so basically since more women are educating themselves, getting higher degrees, and like they're they're they they're adopting this go fuck yourself mentality, like independent woman, like really pushing the boundary, which is great. You know, I promote that. That's that's a it's a lovely thing. You know, but that being said, if you don't happen to hold a degree, don't worry. There are several more qualities which women tend to rank as highly important in a potential partner. This means you might still actually have a chance. To land that hottie with your witty charm and loving warmth. Just think about Leonard Hofstadter from The Big Bang Theory. How he landed Penny. (laughs) Anyway. Especially if you manage to meet her in real life. Again, think of Leonard Hofstetter. You know, like if you meet him in real life or as the kids are calling it these days, IRL, (laughs) you know, uh, you have a better chance of her noticing your, again, your witty charm. (laughs) But enough of that, let's get into what it is that makes women swipe right on your Tinder profile. So the number one quality, according to this um research, was intelligence, as we just said. Like we were just talking about this. Intelligence and education are often intertwined, but they're not exactly the same thing. Like, and research shows that many women value intelligence in a man regardless of whether there's a degree to validate it or not. You know, so there are, you know, there's a lot of this, there's plenty of bright and curious people without a PhD. So Be sure to share your other passions and accomplishments with a proud chest and your chin held high. You know what I mean? Because being smart on paper isn't the only type of intelligence out there. Not to get too deep into a psychological conversation, but there are actually eight different types of intelligences. And if uh, you want to know more about that, just Google the phrase Gardner's theory of multiple intelligences and be prepared to have your mind blow because you'll be surprised that You may resonate with one, two, or multiple of these intelligences. You may see yourself in multiple categories, or you can alternatively (laughs) opt to continue the conversation with me and the community. I know we've talked about this in the past, and it's always a good one. That being said, let's move on to quality number two, and that's kindness so if there's one thing that research shows is that women really want a partner who is kind ladies if you're listening let me know what are your thoughts you know in fact one international survey that polled over 14,000 people across 45 countries found that this was considered the single most important quality in a potential mate. so it kind of ranks up there with the uh with the intelligence thing so let me ask you what kindness have you spread into the world today <laughs> drop it in the comments and let me know what kindness you've brought to the world today all right <laughs> and while you do that let's move on to quality number three and here we have generosity so you can't exactly put your generosity into your online dating profile can you or at least i don't think you can but but hear me out here if you demonstrate this desirable quality in person women will notice you know again ladies what do you think drop it in the comments and while you're doing that you know we'll talk about this study from indiana university that found that generosity tends to create this quote unquote this halo effect that increases a man's overall attractiveness. What say you ladies? Yes? No? Agree? Disagree with that halo effect thing? <laughs> Again, drop it in the comments. Let me, let me know what you think. And while you're doing that, we'll move on to quality number four, which is confidence. Now, this goes without saying that there's a really, really <laughs> thin line between confidence and cockiness or just being a plain dick <laughs> you know while cockiness is likely to ultimately put women off demonstrating your confidence helps others buy in <laughs> to who you are and see you through a more angelic lens period you know what I mean so that being said show off your best qualities and take ownership of your quirks and shortcomings you know so in other words fellas just be yourself and own it you are who you are and nobody's gonna change that you know just don't be a dick about it own up to it and realize when you're being cocky versus being confident <laughs> do that and your odds of finding the right fit should multiply dramatically and there you have it if you want more women swiping right so hard on your profile <laughs> that your phone flies out of their head then i have rewind this back about 10 or 15 minutes or so and take some notes of what i just shared because it's actually easier than what you thought you know i even had on one of my own and that's honesty really be kind be intelligent be generous be confident (laughs) and for fuck's sake be honest and so with those five traits you'll have plenty of women swiping to the right on your profile and if you're lucky maybe swiping on other things too if you know what I mean wink wink (laughs) <laughs> and so with all that said and done that's it you guys that's my show for today hope you found some valuable information here and if nothing else i hope i've entertained you for a few minutes and was able to bring a little manly sunshine to your day thanks for taking some time out of your day to listen to me it's very much appreciated on next week's episode we'll get a little philosophical and answer the question what is a healthy weight so tell we definitely do not want to miss out on that. If you loved what you heard in today's episode and want more actionable topics just like these, then you, my friend, need to join the conversation with me and the rest of the community by heading on over to podcast.dazfination.com slash VIP to get on the VIP Insiders Community where I share exclusive, raw, behind-the-scenes stories, tips, and hats that'll keep you feeling younger and younger each and every day. That's podcast.daspination.com slash VIP. Again, that's podcast.daspination.com slash VIP. Be in the know starting right now. Also, don't forget to rate me on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you're listening to this episode right now. And leave me a nice, fat, juicy five-star review and some absolutely beautiful words of why you love the show so much. It really helps me get the word out, and it's honestly the one place where your vote truly matters. Until our next chat, take care now. Bye.